I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Ultimate Bachelor podcast, uh, givers and takers today with Keys to Life, Greg Keys. Um, check him out, follow him if you don't already. But uh, glad we're connecting again. And, uh, you know, I'll let you start with your little summary. Give it, so it's givers and takers. The, the thought behind it, because this was my idea, was in a relationship, there's both, right? There's people who probably give more than they take. And this is every relationship. Uh, romantic relationship, parents and children, um, friends, all that. So just relation, you know, work relationships, all that. Just generally, you know, where where do where do you fall on that side of it, or where you know where does each person fall on it? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a great topic. I think uh, sometimes uh, that label uh, can be confused. People can be confused by the label, right? Um, you know, I think a lot of people label takers as, as negative people, um, and givers as generous, loving, caring people. Right. Right. But I think there's a lot, it can be described in a multiple multitude of different ways. Right. Um, for example, uh, you know, I would say majority of my life up until probably a few years ago, I mean, I was majority a taker. Right. Um, and what I mean by that is I had mentors that were trying to help develop me, right? And so I was takers of their time, takers of their knowledge. Um, so I think that that uh, can be also seen as a positive thing too, right? Um, they were giving me their time right. and, and energy to help develop me and you know bring me along as well. But I think as people mature, I think that kind of shifts a little bit, right? And as they have kids, they become more givers than they are takers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you you always come up with some really good points that that I haven't thought of before. And so that that's a great point. When, when should you be a taker, right? Or the flip side of it, flip side of that is, when is it that being a giver, you know, can, can be bad, can be negative because you're a giver? I mean, the easiest example is like we said the other day, you know, moms a lot of times give too much, right? They'll, you know, to their children without, you know, laying down the line and then they're raising fuckers to your point. (laughs) For sure. I think, I think it's a thin line, right? I think um, you want to give to a point that, I mean, on the topic of kids, right? Mm -hmm. I think you want to give your time and energy to kids uh, to help develop them because that's your job, right? Yep. You brought them into this world. They need to learn from you and develop and hone in on their skills, right? right. So you have to give. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, you have to take some time for yourself and mm-hmm. you have to take that back every once in a while to allow yourself to have sanity, really. Yeah. You know? um, so it, it, it's, 
it's an ever-moving pendulum. Yeah, yeah. So what? Where did I even come up with this subject? I think I came up with it because my love language, probably the top one that I give, because I talk about this on other podcasts. I talk about I give acts of service and I give quality time because I'm busy. So if I'm giving you time, that should mean yeah. something to you. I receive physical touch and quality di- quality time probably but uh, I'm learning more and more like words of affirmation are important to me. Maybe because I'm, I'm always like stepping into some, something I'm uncomfortable with or trying to learn about something. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear that, that hopefully I'm doing a good job. And or just lastly, because I'm always doing acts of service. If I'm, get, if I'm doing something for you, I probably want to hear that, that it's something you like or you wanted or how it helped or anything like that. Yeah, I think I think we should start off by really labeling the type of people, right? Um, There's really three types of people in this scenario. You have your givers, the people that are always giving, giving, giving. Yeah. You have your takers that are always receiving. Right. And you have your matchers, right? The people that give to receive. So it's an interesting point too. Right. Or will only give if they receive. So Mm -hmm. they want to take before they give. So Mm -hmm. I think that if you think about that, you know, where do you fall in that spectrum? Because what I'm hearing you say is you do acts of service to then get acknowledgement that you did it and appreciation, right? When I think of a true giver, it's somebody who's giving their time or giving their energy or their money or or whatever means that they're giving Mm -hmm. and expecting nothing in return. Well, I disagree with that because I'm not doing it for the recognition. I'm saying the love language I like to receive is recognition, right? So that's not saying like, hey, I'm not going to do because because if acts of service is the way I give, I'm giving that regardless, right? Because that actually makes me feel good to give acts of service, right? Even without receiving my, because that would assume that I wouldn't give acts of service unless I was getting, you know, physical touchback like getting my back scratch or something like that under your scenario but i do agree that there there are those people in you know in the in between that that they'll give but there's a a price tag with it if you will yeah for sure right it's like hey i'm gonna let you borrow this money but it needs to come back with interest yeah yeah right (laughs) yeah because they want to give they want to give amount but they want you know that back tempo Yep. And so one thing I've run into recently is me not understanding why people don't give like me. Right. And so I'm, and I'm saying that to a fault, right. Because I, I'm always, I am given, I'm always given, I always want to help. Um, and I don't know if that's a selfish trait or not. Like, I, you know, if I get a rush off the help or a rush off the acknowledgement, like you said, but I'm always giving. And so what's the best way I want to put it? I guess the best way to think about it, right, is really diving into what are your intentions behind why you're doing what you're doing? Is it because you just want to make the other person happy because you love them? Right. Or is it because um, you want some type of recognition, whether it be publicly or privately? Right. And, and so when I talked about the the fault of it, it's like, I'll give in a situation. So it's probably situational, right? Someone 
I'm with you. We're running out the door. We get to the car. You're like, man, I forgot my keys inside. To me, I'm like, I'll go grab them, right? Mm -hmm. So the next time we ran out to the car, we get to the car. I've got stuff in my hands. I'm like, dang, I left my keys inside. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So so that's almost like an entitlement, right? So it's like, all right, well, look, I already did this for you. Well, I'm saying now the flow roles are reversed. Well, and I'm saying it's a fault because you to do this for me, right, right. But but even say I hadn't done it in, in. first right so it's not even like a reimbursement and maybe this is even more fault but it's not reimbursement i'm saying like in this situation i would go grab your keys you know what i mean so i start to expect that other people give the way i give which is not fair right yeah i mean it's not right i mean because you're, you're going in with expectations and i think that you know anytime that you put yourself in a vulnerable situation like that you yep. leave yourself room for letdown yep Yep. Right. Instead of it just happening naturally, because not everybody does for others like maybe you do. Right. right? They, they're not going to just want to jump up and be like, hey, man, don't even worry about it. I'll drive and everything. Yeah. You know? they, yeah. Just people don't do that. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I think for you, um, just recognizing that it's not going to happen all the time. But if you're truly giving or doing for others just because of who you are, that will come back, but in a different way and not necessarily the way that you want it to come back. Yeah. So your little opening made it interesting, right? Because I just talked about how giving can have a, can, you know, bring a negative connotation to it because you're expecting unfairly, assuming or expecting. What about, how can now takers, but I would consider that matching though. I wouldn't consider that a giver. But no, because I'm not. Based upon my definition. uh, No, because what I'm doing is not based on if they will do it back. I'm saying when the situation is turned, I just expect that people are like me. It's It's not saying that if I had the chance to give, I wouldn't give because so then say you don't will, so what you're saying is that won't stop you in the future regardless right. is what you're i was saying, just about right? to say that so say, okay. that, say you don't go get my keys the situation yeah. comes back i'm still gonna go grab your keys i might be like this motherfucker wouldn't do it for me but <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm still gonna get the keys because that's who i am so because normally giving being the giver has a positive connotation and all that and usually being the taker has a negative connotation but your little opening open my eyes a little bit because that was the question I had is like when can being a taker has a have a positive connotation and right and, and in a certain situation when you're being mentored you should be taking mm-hmm. right because that's the whole point is that you get to you take and you learn and you hopefully can can turn it into something that you can give to someone else yeah, for sure. And and I think it comes from having some really good mentors in my life and having some really shitty ones. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, one of my more recent mentors. Which one, which, what side am I on? Just to be clear. Um, well, you're like a friend, brother. You're not even a mentor, really. I mean, you can learn from me. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can learn from anybody, you know, the janitor. Well, no, the, see, see what you did right there? <laughs> you can learn I just from downplay. me. Though. Yeah, you can learn from me. <laughs> Take I, some. I Take yeah, I'm, I'm taking something. I'm trying. I'm trying. Podcast I mean, I stuff. Look at look at your setup. That <laughs> yeah, could be me. For sure. For sure. Uh-oh. Anyways, go oh. ahead. But, um, you know, I've had some really good mentors in my life, right, where they gave their time and energy to mm-hmm. help develop me into who 
you know, I am right now. Right. But there's also been some shitty ones in my life too that I've expected. See, there it is, right? Yeah. That I thought that had my best interest at in mind, but really were matchers, right? Yeah. They wanted to give me a little bit to then get paid in full. Yeah. Right. And I don't think that that's a true giver. I think first that off, that- first off, you're dropping bars right now. <laughs> I mean, you said like four or five nuggets that are lifetime bars. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just speaking the truth. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. So but they I mean, want to be just, paid in full is what you said. Exactly. They want to be paid in full. And I think that anytime that you have somebody that's going into something with a selfish intent, it's never going to end well. Yeah. Right. And it's going to end up burning bridges one way or another, maybe not right then at that moment, but eventually it will. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, having an open mind to, well, really understanding what you're getting yourself into first is going to help set the stage. But, you know, if you're a true giver and giving your time, it has to come with no expectations. And if you're a taker, you have to understand that you are a taker, right? So don't, um, don't be unappreciative of that and make sure that it's known that um, the other person or company or whoever is doing something for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we could go into this, into each kind of relationship, right? You could, you could talk about in a romantic relationship and a friendship, mentor, mentee relationship, mm-hmm. a child relationship. Yeah. And there's different dynamics to each one of those, right? Because as a parent, you know, for the most part, you should be expecting to, that you're going to be the giver, right? And then, and then where that comes back is that everyone has been both sides, right? You took from your parents you give to your kids. Now, not everyone's going to have kids, but that's usually why it's okay to take everything you can positive from your parents. For sure. I I mean, you have to, right? Um, But I also think that you're also taking some of those negative things from your parents as well, too. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, you're learning from those. Some people learn from them. Some people might not. Mm-hmm. but you're still getting that negative side of what they might give you as well too. Maybe it's drug addiction. Maybe it's alcoholism. You yeah. know, um, there's a lot of things that can come out of that. Maybe it's emotional or physical abuse. Yeah. Right. So there's things that you might take from that, that um, hopefully you learn from and you don't recreate or, um, you know, hand down to your, to your kids as well. When you go to give it. Exactly. Yeah. So then what about, I mean, obviously I think, I don't think I'm wrong in thinking that most people, when they think givers or takers, are automatically going to go to like a, uh, probably, I was about to say a romantic relationship, but I think, I think a lot of people would think friends too, because you can, everyone can think of that friend that takes more than they give. Oh, for sure. You know what I call those? What's that? Leeches. That takes more than they give, yes. Well, not just not that, but just, just takes, takes, takes without appreciation. Yeah. Right. So is that the key right there? You talked about that or you just mentioned it is, is, does it make it okay for you personally when those people who are taking from you give you some appreciation? Yeah. It makes all the difference. Yep. Right. Because here, here's the reality, right? Let's say I'm more well off, right? I have, you know, a, a steady job. I have, um, you know, a roof over my head and I might be able to help somebody out that is less fortunate. Yep. Right. And I would do that out of the kindness of my house, out of the kindness of my heart to welcome them into my house. Right. Or yep. if they might need some groceries or might need help with daycare or, you know, picking their kids up, things like that. Right. 
So I'm not expecting anything in return. I know I'm helping them because they need the help. Yeah. yeah. But now at the same time, you know, if, if that was, a, it became a scenario where, you know, they were disrespectful and, and weren't appreciative and things like that, then now it makes me want to stop giving. Yeah. Right. Not to say, I'm not asking for anything in return. You don't got to pay me back. You don't yeah. have to pay me back with, with time or anything like that. But I think that that's important. Yeah. Just make sure when you're taking, you're appreciating. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Thanksgiving's coming is, is right next week, right? Yeah. A week from today. Yep. And there's going to be a lot of individuals that are going to homeless shelters and going to food banks and helping out and giving for Thanksgiving. Right. Right. And they're solely just giving. They're not getting anything else in return. Yeah, outside yeah. Of the satisfaction of helping out less fortunate individuals. Yeah. Just make sure they get that appreciation. So that's, 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 I've mentioned friends, but what about in a relationship? Cause the relationship, it's so hard to one, I think, recognize which, which one you are at any given time. Because you go back and forth, and, or you don't have a good relationship, romantic relationship, I'm saying. You, can, you can't have a good relationship where you're, where you're not both going back and forth. And there's just going to be innate that one person is more of one than the other, than the other one. Yeah, I would say um, I use the football analogy a lot when it comes to relationships, right? Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm the quarterback, I might have to throw the ball 60 times a game just yeah. to get that victory. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean that the next game we might have to run the ball 80 yeah. times a game to win it. Right. Yeah. So I might, my stats might not be in the headlines that next week. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't make me any less valuable to the team. Right. And that doesn't make the running back any less valuable, your spouse or your, or your partner any less valuable. Yeah. Right. So I think in a relationship, it is a give and take more than anything. It's more of a match situation than it is not 50, 50 match. What I'm saying yeah. is, you know, sometimes it's going to be 90, 10, sometimes it's yeah. going to be 80, 20, sometimes it's going to be 70, 30. Um, but then that goes into a whole nother scenario of communication and understanding that, you know, you got each other's backs that this is what's going to happen during these time periods, because what can happen is if the communication is not, um, is on point, then somebody's going to feel left out. Somebody well, feel taken advantage of. I was set. I was setting up for a big drop, <laughs> and you stole my drop <laughs> because I was going there as to where when there's not communication, what what happens and and where does that fall off happen? Because that same expectation that I was talking about. Hey, why didn't he go grab my keys? in a relationship, I think it's so much even easier to get lost in that, right? Because this person is supposed to care about me more than anyone else. Um, or this person says they care about me so much, but then they're not willing to do the same things that I'm doing, right? Or, or you know, this thing right here was really important to me. They weren't there for that. Because, and I go there because like movies, right? Movies obviously are gonna over dramatize a certain event but you know like when someone in a movie love a love you know a rom-com i love rom-coms of course you do you look like somebody that would be in a rom-com bro i just love to cuddle up get a blanket. i know netflix and chill it's just, it's just like, <laughs> cook dinner a little wine you, you know <laughs> anyways um in in those obviously you see it's overly dramatized like someone 
there was something that was super important to one of the people in the relationship. The other person wasn't there for it or didn't ca care enough for it or yeah. anything like that. And, and it's the end of the world right then. And I think that gives people the wrong idea that it's right when it's that wrong, but it gives people the wrong idea in that, that they forget what you said, that, that they had to throw for 60 passes, you know, and they had to win the game, you know, maybe last month or, or maybe you forgot something, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. that, um, um, fair, you know, that fair weather credit. Yeah, I think uh, relationships is a tough one, right? Especially whether it's friendships, whether it's work relationships, whether it's, you know, your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Because I think that initially there's that honeymoon phase, right? Where I feel like everyone's giving 180%, right? Even though it's not a real thing, you can only give 100%. But, um, you know, everyone's going above and beyond trying to make their worth and make their, their progress known, you know, right. as far as who they are and what they stand for and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and then that, be, then, then that next phase comes in, right. Where it's like, all right, well, we're here. So, you know, maybe now you're, you know, staying over the house all the time, you know, got the toothbrush left over. Now it's like, all right, do I do, do I have responsibilities at this house? Yeah. Um, or do I just kind of show up, you know, do I cook, you know, so there's a lot of in between there where that's a communication thing. Yeah. Right. And so I think to your point with the rom-coms, right. They paint this picture of either a it's this fairy tale yeah. or B that the world ends because, you know, she got tired, sick and tired of him leaving his socks on the floor. Right. right. And I, th I just think that, uh, if that's how you model things, you're setting yourself up for failure. hundred percent. Um, and then they I'll don't talk this. about it. They don't talk about it either. No, not at all. They don't. Right. Because it's not, that's not what sells the movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So just to kind of in a different scenario, right. So to my point is you can't go into a relationship with expectations, right? right. I think when you go into well, expectations. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't go into a relationship with expectations without communication. Because but you, you can have standards. But to your point, communication has to be key with yep. whatever your expectations are. Yep. But if you can go in with an open mind, right, um, I, I guess you can use the scenario of like, uh, you know, if you, if you dated somebody before and they didn't never paid for dinner, yep. right? Yep. Now you go into this new relationship with the expectation that this person better pay for dinner, yep. right? And I don't think that that gives somebody a fair chance, right? Right. right? right. Um, I use an example. It's not a, uh, a relationship example, but, you know, last year I met my biological father for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. Right. And we met in Detroit at a restaurant called They Say. If you haven't been there, go check it out. But um, what kind of food is it? Well, you just going, you know, just name yeah, it's food food restaurant. It's, 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 oh, okay. it's on point. Yep. So, uh, you know, I, I arrive a little bit early, you know, in these type of scenarios, I always want to be a little bit early. I want to make sure, you know, everything's good, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he arrived late, right? So I called him or I texted him. I said, are you still coming? You know, if not, you know, I can go ahead and go home. Yeah. He hurried up and called me. How late? Uh, it was like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, he, he hit me with the, the casual, I'm around the corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? He probably ain't even got out the shower yet, right? What did, what did Nikki say? I'm going to be 30 minutes, but I told him to give me five. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so that's how it is. So it, to my point is you know, when I did finally meet him, you know, he's like, man, I wasn't going to miss this for anything. I said, but I want to be clear about something. I didn't come here with expectations, right? Because yeah. I didn't, I wasn't expecting him because I haven't known him for 33 years 
to now come in and be super dad, right? Yeah. That's not my reason for meeting him. I've had a dad, right? Yeah. Who, who, who's been there. So um, my purpose of meeting him was to, to get to know him, right? Mm -hmm. To get to know my siblings and things like that and my, my ancestry. Yeah. So I felt like that was, that allowed me to be open-minded to that conversation and that relationship and let it grow organically versus going in like, all right, He's got to pay for dinner tonight because he, I mean, he probably owed me like 200000 because, you know, he wasn't there, you know, uh, you know, it just, I, I, I didn't want to do that. So yeah. I think it's important. How do you communicate that to someone you're in a relationship with? And, and by that, I mean, anyone, you know, uh, spouse, girlfriend, friend, anything like that, like, because if you're communicating that you're obviously trying to make it positive, but coming at someone and telling them, Hey, like, you know, you're, I guess there's a couple of things to communicate. Hey, one, I don't think like this is fair where we're at. And I'm just saying in layman's terms, that's not how mm -hmm. you would have the conversation. I don't yeah, think this is sure. fair or come to them and say, Hey, we need to change our expectations. And cause I, I can see someone saying, I don't have any expectations. And it's like, well, but you get mad at me about this, 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 and this, and this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you coming at me, I get mad at you all the time. <laughs> and, and so, um, you know, what, what are some of the ways to have that conversation? And I'm really asking, like, what are the ways to have some of those conversations without someone getting defensive? Pissing the other person off. Yeah. I mean, you can say it. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with saying this. I have a reputation. I am very loud, rambunctious, um, and when conversations are being had, you know, it can come across as being very abrasive, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, no, it's no wonder we get along. Yeah, exactly. I think exactly. we're about the same there. They were like, <laughs> they were like you, you were aggressive. I was aggressive when. Right. It's funny. I try to take my whole voice down the octave and it don't even work. Like I just try to bring it way down here and it, it, it just comes back. It does nothing. Right. In my mind, I think I did it, but in reality I didn't. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So I, I think that uh, first and foremost is trying to break down whatever barriers that might be up in general that would um, not allow that communication or that message to be heard. Right. So that's first and foremost. Um, now, wait, wait, say that again. Break down any barriers that are not allow the message to be heard. Correct. You, you know, one thing I'm going to go there. I'm going to interrupt you. Please don't forget what you're going to say. I'm going to. That's how my brain works. Okay, cool. That's fine. Uh, when you talk about breaking down barriers, I want to go real quick into when to have a conversation. Because I'm starting to think how about we table this for another podcast? No, well, we can, but I just want okay. to touch on the subject. Okay. I think it's going to relate to this because we talk about breaking their barriers. Okay. I'm starting to think when a, sub when a subject is brought up, like right then, mm -hmm. should never be the time when you have a conversation. Ooh, that's tough, man. Um, let me ask you this. I mean, if you were playing, and I use sports analogies all the time, right? So if the well, coach is like, man, I use sports analogies all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? So if a coach is like, man, we'll work on that in the off season, right? Or we'll work on that for next game instead of making a halftime adjustment in real time. Why wouldn't you? I know, but we're not talking, but th that's a correction. 
versus a conversation, right? Well, yeah. I mean, most scenarios, most scenarios, or I would say most relationships go bad because of a snowball effect, right? Sure, but Things I would don't say, get addressed and handled in real time. And but, then, but I would say what Saturday you said, now, what you said would be like, hey, let's. The analogy to sports would be like going to a player at halftime and saying, let's fix your shot right now. You can't. You oh, can't so fix you're talking that. more process stuff more than the incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, saying, that's different. So yeah. that's different. So if it's a scenario um, or an issue at hand where something happened, I think that needs to be addressed in real time. If it's a process thing, let's say that, you, you know, you and your spouse aren't well, safe. Well, well aggre- addressed and discussed are two different things addressed is hey this is how i feel about something that happened right now i want to talk about this later and the reason i want to talk about it later is your hand looks real big on ig man can you move that a little bit i actually do have big hands <laughs> yeah i feel you're I being forget. real aggressive right now and i can't hear your message with the See, way you that just raise your voice off. to say that i got real close to the mic because I need you to hear it. You're telling me? Um, <laughs> this is your fault because you made me move my camera to a, to a better no, angle. I think it looks you. better. You think I look you good? You can see how the, light, how the light glistens off your skin a little bit better now. You think I look good? I mean, you 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 more than average. Did you just malfunction right there? You yeah, You to yeah. say yes, but you didn't say <laughs> No, I'm not going to say that. Um, All right, go back. You're above average. Yeah, so I was saying that I, I, I'm starting to think that something serious, the conversation should never be had when it's brought up. Um, yes and no. Um, and here's why I say that. If you aren't able to put your emotions aside during that conversation, I absolutely agree with you. Yep. Because if your emotions are going to be in the middle of the conversation, nothing's going to get accomplished. But how often no. are how often are you able to do that? And most times it ends up being well, it could be both sides. I was going to say most times it ends up being whoever the conversation was brought to. But obviously, if someone's bringing a conversation to someone, they might be passionate about it already. Yeah, I think uh, true. Uh, but I also think that um, if the receiving party of who's being addressed, the addressee, right? Is that mm-hmm. right? Um, if they can listen actively listen to your feelings about something and understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from, then it won't come across as a personal attack. Right. Because it's a situational thing. And so mm-hmm. I try to take my emotions out of situational things. Right. I'm not mad at you. I'm upset about the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll give you an example. I just use my son cause it just happened. Right. So I was working out earlier <clears throat> and set up the zoom meeting cause he had uh, zoom karate tonight. So he was mm-hmm. doing it in the living room, set up my laptop and had everything functioning properly. He literally didn't have to touch anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, my wife comes into the garage and she's like, hey, uh, can you log back in? Strike or touch something, whatever. He's crying hysterically, right? I'm like, right. why are you crying? I said, hold on. I'm not upset. Yeah. I said, I'm just asking why you touched it. Yeah. Right. I'm not upset about anything. I don't know. <laughs> right. And I'm like, all right. So. I'm going to get you logged back in. You're going to finish up karate. It's not that serious. All we yeah. did was log out, right? And for him, his emotions were so high, right? It didn't matter what I was going to say to him, right? He was going to be losing his mind, right? I could have been like, karate's still going, yeah, 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 right? And so I just think that 
uh, in that situation, I just had to take a step back, get them logged in, and then go back out and get my workout in. Yeah. Right. And so, as, as opposed to what, like, as opposed up. to addressing, like, listen, I told you not to touch it. Right. Right. We're gonna have a problem. Right. Right. That it wasn't. It wasn't necessary. And yeah. and that would have been me overreaching. Right. It's like I don't have to go extra on him about doing something that was so minute. Yep. So I don't. I don't have that a lot of times, especially with my boys. I I I blow up first, but I do apologize to them a lot. I do actually apologize, but I I do need to. Mm, I'm getting a little better, but but sometimes I will blow up and be like, "Man, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's tough. And I, I, if you can if you can think about it, right? I wasn't mad at him. I was just mad at the situation. Yeah. I was in the middle of my workout, right? I'm about to you know bang out these one thirties right on close grip bench I'm trying to get my mind right and then in the middle of that now i got to go in and handle this yeah yeah right so just had to take a step back and be like look it's not that serious so let's yeah. just handle this and move on yeah but um you know if you can't if you can't do that then you do need to table things you just need to remove yourself from a situation i actually had a men's meeting this morning it was actually on uh fathering and parenting and stuff like that and um you know, that was one of the points we talked about this morning is like, sometimes, you know, if you feel yourself getting angered or upset about something, then you need to remove yourself from the situation to then reconvene and, and discuss and address the issue after that. I just, right? uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, st like I said, I'm still going to stand by it that I think, I think you should address it to your point, bring up what needs to be discussed decide when it's going to be discussed and and both come with thoughts for it right for sure for sure I, I guess i've been in quarantine for so long i forgot even like the public aspect of it too right yeah it's like i would never do that in public do what right i had the conversation oh yeah yeah no you see what i mean so i think that uh, that didn't even cross my mind to this very moment but i think absolutely I, I probably wouldn't even i probably wouldn't even address it at the time yeah. I probably would just say, hey, do you remember when we were doing X, Y, and Z earlier? Like, this is what happened. Like, yeah. and kind of but go see, about that. But route. see, then you're, then you're attempting to have the conversation when it's addressed. I think you need to address it, step away, come back to it. I'm, I, and, I, and I may be wrong, but I think that's turning out to be the best, you know, course of action. So give me an example. Walk me through how, that would, how, how you would do that then. Tell, tell me, tell me what, what we're going to do. I left dishes in the sink. I left dishes in the sink. You look. How many dishes did you leave in the sink? I mean, it was two pots and pans, a couple of plates, some silverware. Did you? The dishwasher was empty too. Did you? Why are you playing with me? Hold <laughs> on. Give me a second. <laughs> did you? Did you rinse them or did you just set them? No, in I set them in there. I left. I had to go to the store. You, couldn't you? You could hold on. You couldn't even just put some water on them. No, I mean they're in the sink. Okay. So then, tell me the situation by which I'm addressing. You just got back from the store, then. Just got back from the store. I just brought in the groceries or whatever. Set them down on the counter. Have we talked about this before? Of course. Oh. <laughs> I just gotta breathe for a second. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So in that, because that, you know, that's a common thing amongst roommates, right? That's not just like a relationship thing. It's roommates. And I think 
roommates, it's even worse, right? Because I don't love you, dude. Like, I'm not doing your stuff. <laughs> Only reason you're still here is you're, you're paying half the rent. <laughs> right. I'm not – I like, someone you're dating or married to, at least you can show them, like, something. Like, a roommate, I'm never, ever washing those dishes. Like, I'm going to come at you to wash those dishes. I will never, ever do that. So, yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where it's like, look, I'm gonna be real with you, and I'm gonna, I'm kind of role playing right now. I'd be like, look, okay. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I, we had a conversation about the dishes in the sink, and in that conversation, we agreed that this was gonna happen. So we built the expectation through communication, and I know that would have happened because if I got bothered about it, there's no discussion where I'm not gonna try and communicate like that, and I'm not trying to act like I'm better than anyone else, but that is one thing I've learned more than anything else is, Hey, like I feel this way. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to give you a chance to tell me Mm -hmm. where you're coming from. And then let's, let's, let's make some action items from there. Right. Yeah. So, so I would address it as, Hey, we've talked about this. This is what we decided was going to happen. Like, I want to have a conversation later, like how we can make sure, like figure this out, like figure, you know, because this is now the third. What do you mean? They're just dishes in the sink. We'll figure what out. What did I tell you? See, now you're trying to have the conversation. <laughs> but see, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. they, so how do you table that to have a conversation later? I would, I would just be like, look, right now I feel like I'm about to go off about it because I feel like <laughs> I'm super disrespectful of the fact that you did something that we already talked about. So I would like to take a, take a few minutes. To be honest, I would really appreciate if you wash those discs right now <laughs> and then we'll talk about it a little bit later. I'm not, I'm not a child. You're not going to try to talk to me like you're my dad. I, I, in that case, I would say, I'd be like, well, I don't have to talk to you like your dad, because you agreed that we were about to wash that, that you need to wash your dishes for whatever. And so to me, like you had to run out to the store. I'm assuming that you couldn't wash the dishes because you ran out to the store. So now you have a chance to wash the dishes. We'll talk about it later if, if it comes up again. Oh, so you might not have that conversation later. Well, Only if it comes up again. If that if that's the reason. So, again, so then it happens the next day and you never addressed it. You only addressed it, you never discussed it. Right. But then we're going to have a discussion of like, hey, what, like, seriously, what's going on here? Like, it, do we need to get paper plates? <laughs> hey, real talk, my mom only uses paper plates. I know people only use paper plates. <laughs> I hate paper plates. They're so, they're so necessary at times, but I hate paper plates. Parties, graduation parties, you know, that's really the only only time to have them. Like, you having a cookout or something? Like, But, I, right, but I'm cool. so bougie, I'll, like, everyone else will be using paper plates, and I'll use real plates. But in my defense, I'll wash my plate. You also set out there. three forks, four knives, a spoon, a butter knife. No, I don't, I don't do that. Hey, my I'm man, going, here. I'm, I'm, going, my lap. I'm going one knife, one fork for every course. And uh, maybe because it's the same thing. I don't like washing dishes. I like to be able to put them away. But I'm All going, right, so let's get so let's get back on topic with the givers and takers, man. <laughs> you said you said you wanted to argue more. So I gave you that. No, nah, that was beyond arguing. No. I, gave, I gave you what you asked for. I'm giving the people what they need. Yeah, that's true. Just so you know, Alex is not tolerating dishes in the sink. So, anyone watching or listening? If I love you, you have a longer leash. I obviously don't love you. Are you putting women on leashes now? Well, I was talking about my kids, too. Oh. 
and and so different kids have different leashes too depending on how much i like i love you you were like, that dad at the zoo with three uh monkey book bags with the <laughs> with the leashes on the back <laughs> just out controlling them no no it's funny because i never get mad at jade even though she's the oldest and should know better i never get mad at her i only get mad at the boys wow cuz maybe i love do i love her more i've known her longer I've had more <laughs> more chance to to love her more. Do you do that? Oh. Do you do you have more tolerance for your older? Well, to, tolerance isn't the word I'm looking for. Do you do they have? Do I accept more? Accept like, more from I, the older. I'm more lenient. Yeah. Um, it's a different situation. Because you have good kids too, right? You you. You would say all your kids are good. Yeah, I would say for the most. Yeah, I mean, Jayla, she's uh, she's a junior. She takes college courses at. Yeah, uh, you said she she's killing. Yeah, so yeah. super smart, doing doing great. Um, and then Striker and Justin, I mean, very very smart, great personality. But you don't raise fuckers. That's the point. So <clears throat> I think that. Uh, I'll also put it this way: Do you give more privilege to the older ones? Like like the younger one will will cry that like the older ones got this and i'll be like they're older I, like they get it's more. tough man because it's three years different so like right now when striker has his ipad justin won his ipad so yeah, justin's yeah. actually learning things that striker's learning now yeah a lot faster because right. of that right um and they say that happens all the time but okay right? so here's here's an example if you get a nine piece nugget even though there's no nine piece nugget if you got a nine piece nugget Four and, and both, five, and both, yeah. Are you, would would you give one five, or one four? Would you, or do you eat one? I was about to say, I'm taking taxes, right? <laughs> you got If I'm t, if I'm instilling in my kids the right behavior, they gotta understand that the government's taking at least at least ten percent. <laughs> well, so, see, I <laughs> I'm, give. I'm eating I, one of those. They're both getting four. I always give the older one more, always. Like, and and uh -huh. I make it known that, but but I also teach the older one and, and jade really is on i mean she's just a giver anyways but between the boys i give the older one more but i always make sure to tell the older one that it's your responsibility to take care of your brother right so so um i will say like in that situation i'll say xavier gets five he has the choice to give you that one or not hmm and, 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 and that kind of puts some responsibility on him that like everyone's and so what does he do he'll split it and give half to his brother oh well that's you nice know? yeah it's nice but i think it's because so he gets four they all get four one gets four and a half the other one gets one a half of one what you mean so you said there was nine right i'm saying between the boys oh, okay i got you between got the you. boys yeah. jade jade probably get her only nine piece because so let's talk about your kids do you think they're givers or takers Jade is a hundred percent giver, hundred percent. She's just now taken, and the reason I say that is because she wants to decorate her room here. So now she's like sending me links for stuff I need to buy for her room. But other than that, like I can't even like for Christmas. Well, my middle one, my middle one's definitely a taker, but he's the most like me. <laughs> but uh, he's the, but the other two can't even write like a Christmas list because they just don't even, you know they don't even want anything. So. Jade's definitely a giver. Xavier's definitely a taker. And I can't tell if it's the age or, or what. But I feel like as a kid, I was a taker. I was definitely a taker. Yeah. Um, I'll spoil 
he's spoiled. And it's funny because the three obviously have the same upbringing, but the other two are not. Yeah, I but, think uh, I think Jayla's more of a a taker at this point, at least mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how she is at home, but I think she's more of a taker. She doesn't really give uh, at all right now. I would say Stryker's a giver um, mm-hmm. until he's pissed off. Mm-hmm. And then it don't matter what he's snatching everything. His his if his iPad's dead, he's taking Jetsons. Like right, <laughs> you know he'll, he'll get he'll get that way. But for the most part, you know, like he made so my mother comes here uh, almost every week for a day or two. Right. And he made her lunch, like sandwich, pretzels, trail mix. Yeah. You know, like made her lunch, right? Because um, he likes doing that type of stuff. Right. Um, Jetson taker. He's taking everything, and if he don't get it, oh, he's all letting hell out. Oh, he's yeah, taking. all the time. I think the I, th- time. I think it's because the other two are like their mom, who's a huge giver, and the one is like me, who's a, who's a taker. Now, mind you, I'm, a, I'm much more of a giver now, but I'm saying at that age. Yeah, but that's I why I said I think, I think from a giving and taking standpoint, I think most people in the journey of life, right, um, if you stay single your entire life and you don't really date anybody, most times out of 10, there's never, uh, I can't even say that because I do know some really uh, um, big hearted people that give and they're, you know, don't have kids or anything like that. They give yeah. to their nieces, nephews, stuff like that. But I would say for me, um, you know, it kind of switched. I was a taker for, you know, the first part of my life. And then now I've become, try to become more of a giver now. Um, whether it's giver of time, energy, you know, whatever it is. So, so w- when did that switch for you? Because um, I know when it switched. I mean, for I know me. exactly when it switched, but I don't really want to get on that topic right now. Oh, okay. You see, it that, switched for me. Series. That's another series in itself. Yeah, because I'm a love bug. So I feel like when I started dating, like having girlfriends and stuff, is when that switched for me. Yeah, I mean, it was about – about five years ago. Five years four ago. And a half, about four okay. and a half, five years ago. Okay. So. Yeah. So, you know, mine was like fifth or sixth grade, sixth or seventh yeah. grade, maybe. Is when I, but I, I mean, I, I've always like loved coaching and giving back and doing things yeah. like that. But I would say, like, truly just like, I don't really need anything in return. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, like, five years ago. Mm. But I also think for men, we also want to feel confident in who we are, what we stand for, how much money we make. Yeah. And then once we get that confidence, like, we feel like we can conquer the world. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, we're at, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, you – I cut you off, and I know you don't remember what you were going to say. No, I tried to get back on track, and you just kept pushing forward on – on that topic i told you i give the people what they need i'm the color here is anyone out there that's watching remember what i was talking about no they don't <laughs> i promise you because i ruined it yeah um you want you want to go into a summer or you want to try and hit one more little mini topic um i'm trying to think yeah i mean we can go into a summary and just wrap it up i mean i think we touched on a lot of things i think um you know for everyone watching you know there's givers takers and there's matchers and i think the first part of uh either changing who you are or accepting who you are is understanding who you are right um 
and then that'll enable you to surround yourself with people that uh you know can help you Compliment. so <clears throat> oh, yeah what, what? Um, yeah you're, you're frozen on my my live so i don't know what's going on i just requested to get back in oh you're out you're out it doesn't tell yeah. me you're out it tells it me, me out it's like spinning so i don't know maybe my internet no because i'm still alive i don't know I, I can see you but i can't get in yeah i don't know we're almost done yeah <clears throat> but no one listens this far anyways <laughs> <laughs> right oh, yeah, in a board of drinks yeah just me it's just you i requested yeah i see it oh, oh. No request let's see get these get these people a couple more did it hit yeah there we go yeah uh, so so my my summary would be a lot like that that's that's a big thing to me is just recognition right like recognize what you are own what you are right if you're a taker and you know you're a taker what can you do for for the person who's giving you all the time the appreciation that we talked about like make sure you're the best with the words of affirmation if you're a taker right if you're a giver and you you almost give to a fault like what can you do and i think what you know what you touched on so many times is not have expectations right if you're if you're a giver don't expect something don't be a matcher if you're a giver it's not about matching if you're if you're given to give give just to give if you have a problem with what you're getting back, then give less. I think, because I think you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for a false, false expectation. Right. And then another thing I always think about with that is it's never too late to go back and be appreciative. Right. Because, you know, like you said, and I asked that question for a reason, like to set it up a little bit when I was like, okay, when you were, when you're giving, does just the appreciation and the recognition from whoever's taking, you know, does that fix it? And I think a lot of times they can, right? So in those situations, just make sure you go back and tell, you know, it's never too late to go back and say, Hey man, you know, I'm, I may not have said thank you at the time, but whatever. Cause I'm the type of dude that, you know, I'll be in the parking lot and I'll be like, Oh shit. I'll run back in like to my table and tell my waiter, you appreciate it, bro. Like, you know, you did a great job you know, my bad, I'm going to tell you on the way out, or I didn't, I didn't see you or anything like that. Yeah. So, those For sure. Things. For sure. I think you're, you're spot on there. I think, uh, you know, and just being, being cognizant of also that giving just, just doesn't mean monetary value things, right? Yeah. Too? Sure. Uh, it could be time. It could be attention, yeah. uh, energy, right? Yeah. Anything that, um, you know, you're able to give out knowledge, whatever it is, um, you, you're giving. You know, one of the, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You know, one of the most valuable things you can give somebody that not a lot of people do or even think about is, or don't think that it means so much to the other person is like vulnerability, right? Like when, when you're hundred percent. Giving a side of yourself that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just like open yourself up to somebody. Right. Because when you talked about, I don't know if it was last podcast, I think that's what happened the first time we met, right? We were both vulnerable. We were both sharing real stuff. And I don't suggest doing that with every single person you meet or, you know, too early in a relationship. But I think, like you said, you can feel, you know, I may be speaking on my own, but I think you said this, you could feel a vibe from the person that this is the type of person 
I want to be friends with. And so you're, you're being real with that person, right? Yeah. I think you got to judge the situation too. Yeah. Right. I think, uh, um, you know, if you're able to be real with somebody and they're going to accept that, then you won't scare them away. Right. Mm -hmm. Then I think that it, then it's appropriate to have that type of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Um, or on the other end, if they're, if you're able to be vulnerable with them and they won't use that against you later, mm -hmm. right? I think that it's an appropriate time to be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I've been, I would say majority of my life, I've been very closed off, right? I'm always like the mystery box, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're playing the crane machine and you're like, man, do I go for it? Or I just, you know, do I take the, the one little prize that they give you on the first go, right? right. The, the mystery box, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it'd be easy, but it'd be worth it. <laughs> if you went for that second one um but uh you know i think that 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 in itself can be intimidating too right and yeah. i don't know really a lot about him you know he he's he's closed off whatever but that's changed a little bit mm -hmm. you know I, i've tried to open up and really show who i am what i stand for and what right. i do and give me right sure. and who i really am to people sure um one thing i would say now more than ever is you always know what you're going to get with me. Yeah. There's no confusion. There's no, all right, well, I don't know if he'll, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that takes being honest and truthful too. Right. For sure. Well, cool. Well, no, I appreciate it. I think, I think this is a good conversation. Um, you know, obviously look forward to the next one. Um, Greg keys, keys to life. This ultimate, ultimate bachelor podcast. Check us out. Absolutely. Keys to dot life. Uh, go follow it. Um, you know, we're going to continue to do this and keep building on it next Thursday. Oh, I was going to tell people you got subjects you want us to discuss, like su suggest it. Or if you have subjects you want to come talk with us, I mean, we're on zoom, we can have, you know, multiple people and, and have a, have a bigger conversation. So anyone that hears this and is like, Hey, these guys should talk about this, or I should get on and tell these guys how wrong they are. <laughs> or if you just want to get on and tell Greg how wrong he is, that's welcome as well. If you can change my opinion with some factual information, I'm all for it. Or if you just oppose him, I'll support you either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway, all right, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful night. Thanks, man. Yeah.